This is Ali Ciardo, and this is Photo Field Notes, stories and inspiration from professional photographers. I'm talking with Jill DeVries from Grand Rapids, Michigan. And Jill, so first of all, I just want to say I just read that Grand Rapids is, I think, per capita, the highest concentration of photographers or wedding photographers wedding photographers in the country. Um, so I'm definitely interested in hearing your perspective on that and starting a company in such a, um, I guess, saturated market, I might say. So let's start though. Let's go back to when and why you decided to become a photographer and just tell me your story. How did you, from the time that you decided that was what you wanted to be, grow this business to what it is today? Yeah. Well, I, um, I've always just kind of loved photography, got into it when I was in high school, just as a hobby. And um, when I graduated from high school, my parents just gave me a really nice digital camera, just started bringing it everywhere I went, um, just taking pictures of everything my friends and I did, um, and really loved just kind of telling stories that way, documenting um, things as they happened, people in their environments, and never necessarily thought of it as a career, but just knew that I loved it. So when I was a, a junior in college, I studied abroad for a semester in Spain and having my camera with me was like the best way that I knew to be able to kind of carry those memories with me forever. Um, everywhere I went was, was beautiful and was new and different. And so I, I grew a ton as a photographer in those five months because it was the best way for me to remember. It was the best way for me to communicate what life looked like to all my friends back home. So then after that, my, my senior year, um, I, I got a nicer camera. I guess I got a Canon Digital Rebel. Still was taking it everywhere I went. Just posting pictures on Facebook, on Flickr, of just all the little things in my life. And um, so I guess friends of friends started seeing it. And so I had a few random friends of friends be like, hey, I've seen your pictures. Do you want to shoot my wedding? And pretty much I was just like, why not? Like, it's <laughs> fun. So... I had booked a couple weddings that way and then was thinking like, I have no idea what I'm doing. Like, I mean, I mean, like, then the terror sets in. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I'm like, I need to like learn from somebody. So I found another photographer in our area um, who was looking for a second shooter for the summer and applied for that. And that worked out. So I graduated from college in 2008. And then that summer, I ended up having weddings almost every weekend, whether it was, I think I shot like five on my own and then five with another photographer. So I, I didn't study photography as my major or anything. I studied communications and all through college, I thought like I wanted to do PR or, or fundraising for a nonprofit. And so I got a job when I graduated. I was super fortunate, started working in the field that I wanted and then on the weekends shooting weddings. But by the end of that first summer, I was like, holy crap, like, I want to be a photographer. I don't want to sit in a cubicle. Like, I don't want to work for another organization. Like, I want to be a photographer. So it's funny how it just kind of fell into my lap and I ended up loving it. So how did you make that transition once you made that realization? You're in the full-time job. You're also essentially working almost full-time as a photographer yep. at this time. So was it an easy transition for you to make from the kind of part-time to the full-time? How did you go about making that transition and what were some of the challenges that you ran into yeah well so I realized like I said pretty quickly like I I'm pretty sure I want to be a photographer so for the next uh year or so I just kind of did photography on the side but by by the next summer I had weddings 
every single weekend on my own. I just spent kind of that whole off season, just like learning and growing, building up my equipment, building up money, trying to learn, like, how do you market people? How do you price yourself? What's a blog? You know, all these things, meeting other photographers, networking. So I spent like, I basically, by the end of that wedding season, had like nine months to kind of grow and learn and then launched into another wedding season. And, and that year was hard because like I said, I was working 40 hours every Saturday, shooting a wedding, trying to edit, trying to like live my life. And it was hard. But by the end of that second summer, I was like, okay, like, I know this is what I want to do. Like, how do I take the steps to have it be my full-time job? So I, I basically decided I worked on my pricing. I worked with some other photographers to just kind of like learn more about everything and decided if I book 20 weddings for this next year, I'll quit my job. And things just started working out. And in April of 2010, I went full-time with photography and I've been doing it full-time since. And it's been incredible. It was scary. It was definitely scary. And I remember too, when I told my parents for the first time, like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to quit. They were like, haha, fun, good one. Good one. <laughs> and I was like, no, I'm serious. And soon they kind of realized this is what I really feel like I was created to do. This is what gives me life. And it's been amazing. It's, I can't believe how well it's gone since. Not that there aren't challenges, but it's been, it's been great. So do you feel like there was a specific turning point or do you think it was really kind of just growing over time and setting that kind of benchmark for yourself that when you got to that point, you would make the leap? I think it, I think it was gradual. I don't necessarily remember a day in my career when I was like, okay, this could happen. But I think it was just a lot of little things like, I don't know, getting put on a certain wedding vlog or getting booked by a certain client or things that I was like, Oh, like, I guess, I guess this is not just my friends who think I'm good at this or whatever, you know, it's like, Oh, I can, I can really do this. Yeah. Getting recognition. Yeah. Okay. So let's go back to, I, I said earlier, Grand Rapids from what I've heard, and I'm not sure if this is true. Have you heard that, that Grand Rapids is, you know, I have heard it and I don't, I don't know if it's true, but I would not be surprised if it is. It kind of seems like, there's just a billion photographers. <laughs> okay, so based on that, so if, if um, Grand Rapids is in fact either the highest per capita for photographers, or at least there are a lot, how yeah. do you as a company, as an individual, as kind of like a brand, make yourself stand out? What is it that you think that you do differently to find success as a photographer? Yeah, um, I think when I first started out, definitely like my focus was on being like, a really awesome wedding photographer and not necessarily on like taking pictures that were like true to my vision and true to myself. So when I first started out, it was like, okay, these are the photographers that I think are awesome. And like, what can I do to be like them? Um, but over time I realized like that didn't, I didn't love how that felt. Um, and, and I just have learned to like take the kind of pictures that, that reflect how I see the world that make me feel alive when I take them. And so I think like, rather than trying to be like all the other photographers in, in Grand Rapids, um, just, just doing my thing. Um, and so I think like in a pseudo traditional Midwestern town where a lot of what's going on is pretty similar, just kind of being myself and taking pictures that are a little different. It hasn't really felt like competition. It's just felt like I do my thing and they do theirs and it's awesome. I, yeah, I definitely agree. Having looked at your photos, I think 
I read your blog pretty often. I really think that you do a great job of that, Thank having you. your own vision and being very unique. I think that you absolutely have stood out from that. Thanks. So let's talk about quickly just some of the challenges that you've had along the way. You know, every new small business owner is going to have those things that you just don't expect or, you know, it's not all about taking the pictures. It's also about running a business. So what are some of the things that you found challenging and how have you kind of gotten through those, worked through those things? Yeah, um, definitely. Like, you know, I, I got into this business, not because I'm like, entrepreneurial or like great at business. Like I got into it because I love to take pictures. Right. So, you know, everything else that comes along with it is sometimes a struggle. Like, you know, the bookkeeping stuff, I think that's, that's hard for a lot of people. Um, but I think for me, a big, big struggle is like just the uncertainty. It's not like, okay, every two weeks you get a paycheck. Um, somebody else is going to tell you what to do. Um, you know, like, so I, I mentioned earlier before I quit my, my day job, I kind of was like, okay, if I book this many weddings, then I can quit my job and it will be great. And then like everything went well for the first like six months. And then like, as, as booking season kind of started for 2011, like things just weren't coming together for me this year. And like, um, all the inquiries where I was getting were for the same few dates. And I was starting to like freak out a little bit, like, why did I quit? Like, what, what's going on? Am I going to have to get another job? And then all of a sudden, like the new year hit and it's been like, now I have like more weddings than I've ever had. And like tons of amazing clients and just like, yeah, things are going really well, but, but definitely like just living with the uncertainty is hard. I love, I love the freedom of working for myself, but there are moments when I'm like, Oh my goodness, what did I do? And, and I just, I'm, I'm pretty like laid back person. I, I just sometimes struggle with discipline. I love working for myself, but sometimes I just want somebody to be like, you have to do this right now. <laughs> and I don't always have that. <laughs> I think all of those things are things that we all struggle with. Totally. So <laughs> I'm glad yeah. you put them into words so that, you know, I don't feel alone in those things. <laughs> so do you have any just general advice, kind of like something you've learned along the way that you want to pass on to others that you think would be helpful for them? I think I mentioned this just a little bit a second ago, but just, you know, you kind of are told this your whole entire life, but just be yourself. There's so many other amazing photographers out there. And like, it's so tempting to try to be another them, but you're going to be the happiest and your clients are going to be the happiest when you're just you. And um, for me, it was frightening when I first decided, okay, like the pictures that I put on my blog are going to be the pictures that I love the most. Not, not necessarily the ones that like people want to, I think people want to see, but like the ones that I love the most. And it was scary because I was like, maybe this is all over for me if I'm just putting these these things out there and no one wants to see them. But like things exploded for me when I just finally started being true to my vision. So just be you. And that's that's the best thing you can do. I love that. Okay, so tell me, I don't know if this is putting you on the spot, but I like to ask, is there one (laughs) book, there must be one, one book that you would just that you just love that kind of spoke to you that you want to recommend? It could be about anything that you want to recommend to the listeners. Yeah, I, I'm a big um, fan of, it's a book called Love is the Killer App. Let me see. I can grab it off my shelf and see what's by. I can't remember off the, Tim Sanders is the author. And it's just, it's kind of 
about how being generous and loving people well is a good business tool. Um, and so I just, I just try to like be the kind of business person that is not going to just treat my clients well, but treat my quote unquote competitors well too. Um, like I know I wouldn't be where I am if other more experienced photographers hadn't shared their secrets with me. So I just want to be the kind of person that, that is open, that can help other people. And I don't ever want to view people as competition, just like colleagues. I love your attitude. I really do. (laughs) And, and when I also just love Malcolm Gladwell, his book, the tipping point, I, I love it. I love how little things can make a big difference. Yeah, all his books are great, but that's probably my favorite of his. I agree. Okay, before we um, say goodbye, just tell listeners where they can find you, your website, blog, whichever you want to share. Yeah, um, you can visit my blog. It's jilldebrees.net slash blog. That's my last name is D-E-V-R-I-E-S. And then I'm on Twitter at jilldb. And I have a Facebook page too, Jill Debrees Photography. So keep in touch. Thanks, Jill. (laughs) Yeah. Thanks so much, Allie. If you like what you heard, I'm currently supporting this podcast through listener donations. So head on over to photofieldnotes.com. And if you want to support what you heard and hear some more like it, give a little bit and we'll keep it going. Thanks for the support.